do this. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's go. Hi. Welcome back. Hopefully you guys see this because, you know, episode uh, 30 kind of got messed up because... It just didn't want to cut. It didn't want to work. It's not editing properly. I'm going to still try. So... I mean, that's all you we can do. Just wait for it. Well, I mean, at least <laughs> some people are subscribed to, like, our audio. So at least they got the audio. Yeah. And I didn't shout it out because... I didn't, even, I didn't get the thing from SoundCloud, so. Oh, well, we'll have to take a look at that. So, so a lot of things, we're just having a lot of technical difficulties. But basically. we're here. Yeah, so we're here. Yeah, we're back, live and direct. Live and direct from Baron Studios. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how the segment goes if you listen to us on the regular. Um, we're going to go through our entertainment. Yeah. Then what else? Plus the news. Are you hot, friend? It's, it's hot it's in here. It's been so hot in Texas. Hold on. Let's stop before we Look. start. <sighs> it has been so hot. It's like 150 degrees outside. Not really, but No, let me it tell you, like I that. left a, a bottle in my car, and it's fucking hot. Like, I tried grabbing it, and I was like, oh, my God, this shit is hot. It's like boiling. How you have <laughs> boiling water in your car? You see that meme that's around that says, uh, if you bake cookies on your, on your windshield? <laughs> I want to try that. I think I'm gonna try I, it. I saw that too earlier, and someone was like, "It smells nice in my car. I make cookies in my car. I bet you that shit would fucking work. It might take a couple hours." Yeah, but it will work definitely. It will work. Especially in my car. Like, I'm gonna get a new car because there's no rear vents. Oh. So, but anyways, the so, struggle is real. I'm just. It's saying. hot. I've been sweating. All right. So make sure you drink a lot of water. Yes. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're gonna go through, uh, you know, some news that's going on. Of course, we've been. Tackling immigration yes, and covering sure. a lot of topics on that. And then our relationship topics kind of, you know, relate to a lot of y'all. So be sure. <laughs> be. Me. Just sure. Be. Just be. <laughs> just be. And then just be sure to stay tuned. You're now listening to the Mixed in Mexican podcast conversations with Kay. And I'm Cakes. Thank you. All right, so this is something that I've been following. Okay. Can I talk about this? Yeah. All right, so first of all, y'all know Dame Dash, right? Mm-hmm. Co-founder of Rockefeller Records. Right. He's got Poppington clothing line right now. Yes, and it's not Poppington. It really doesn't look nice to me. So anyway, it's, it's very bland. It's kind of yeah. like following the Ye- uh, the Kanye West trend of those clothing, like where it's just like basic wear, it's no graphics. A, yeah, basic T-shirt that makes have like a tag that says Poppington or some bullshit. And it's like $100. No, I'm just joking. But anyways, just Dame Dash as a general person has been extremely successful in the rap career, you know, the, the hip-hop culture. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody knows Rockefeller Records. Right. Okay. So, oh boy, you know, earlier on in his career, maybe about 2005, you know, loaned somebody we all know some money. Mm. No, we're not talking about $20. No. Not $500. Not even $1,000. We talk about $2 million. That's a lot of money. To Mr. Lee Daniels. So, for those of you who don't know Lee Daniels, he's the one who... Basically, his more known uh, thing was Empire. Okay. But he also had Monster's Ball, which I watched that movie too. Okay. Uh, A more known film, Precious. 
Yeah. Okay, everybody knows Precious. Exactly. That was like a really big thing in the black community in 2009. Also, The Butler. The Butler, too. Because Oprah was in it. Right. So, Lee Daniels. Dame Dash. Okay, he runs up on Lee Daniels at a Diana Ross concert. It looked like he ran up on him at church. It really it did. <laughs> I was like, this is, what are, where are they? Because you like seeing and you see a whole lot of people in back yeah. and in front. And then I was like, It looked no. like some people was in robes. It looked like it had the lights, well, like a church. No, Lee Daniels had like a shawl on, you know, because it was. I don't know. Extra as fuck. Right. So I was like, I don't know where this is at. And then they turned it to a stage, and I was like, well, they're at a concert of some sort. I at first didn't know it was Diana Ross until I saw the TMZ video. So, yeah. So he runs up on him because apparently Lee Daniels has been literally refusing to conversate with this man about this money. And it's been years. We're talking about seven plus years and uh so damn dash does it the thug way runs up on you hey i need my funds or whatever records this dude and blasts his ass i'm here for it me too i mean let me, you know what i have a problem with when people do like ask for money yeah like okay you you're gonna borrow some money this is why i don't borrow money from nobody and if i do i literally like i have to pay you back as right. soon as possible because i have this weird feeling like i of guilt Right. Or something. Anyway, some people do not, are not remorseful. Or they not, don't like, give a fuck. Cautious. Like, some people just keep going. They keep doing their life. And I'm like, how do you do that? How do you dodge people? And how do you, like, face them a week later or two weeks later? You've been shopping, bitch. You've been snapping the fuck out of your life. And people know that you got a new car or some shit. But yeah. yeah you owe somebody $100. Like. It's not $100, uh, Lee. You owe Dame $2 million, and on top of that, you've been really, really successful, and really, really successful within the black community. You know, Dame Dash, of course, you know, he's not as popular as he was whenever he was, you know, into the hip-hop industry full force, you know what I'm saying? But that doesn't negate that his has wealth, right? It just means that he's not Poppington. Right. He's not Poppington. (laughs) But it's okay, because you still owe this man $2 million. So, pay your funds, which he said. Uh, he agreed. Yeah, <laughs> drink some water. It's hot in here. It is very hot in here. So basically, Dame Dash also has a book that came out called Culture Vulture. Culture mm-hmm. Vulture, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody know what a culture vulture is. That's right. really like a tongue twister. Culture Vulture. Okay. all you. Just <laughs> <laughs> so Urban Dictionary defines culture vulture. Someone who steals the traits, languages, and fashions of another ethnic or social group, basically meaning the black community. So you're a culture vulture. You when all of these white, like, you know, networks or all these white um media groups wouldn't give you money, Dane gave you two million dollars to start right. your career. He put you on. He was an investor. Exactly. But the reason why it was a big deal is because Lee Daniels said to Dame was that, like, this is an investment, and then Lee Daniels said, but you're going to get your investment back. Right. Now, regardless of what happened and what they were investing on, if you, you know, if that's your word, you keep your word. And mind you, it could have been years later, but you tell them, like, when I come up, we coming up. Right. Instead of being like, you know... I don't got it, or just not even, obviously, he's been dodging him for who knows how long. So, you know, it's just, um, you got to come correct. I posted this thing on my Instagram the other day. I don't know if you saw it. It was the crabs in the bucket thing. Mm-mm. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. So, <laughs> like, a lot of a lot of people, 
I'm not saying it's essentially only in the black community, but it's very primarily in the black community where, you know, you don't want to put somebody else on because you fear that they'll get bigger than you. Right. Mm -hmm. So you do everything. I post on my story. Oh, yeah. So like you don't want them to get better than you, but you don't want to see them succeed. You hating on them. So essentially, while it's crabs, they have the pinchers. Mm -hmm. If you put a bunch of crabs in the bucket, they're going to try to pull each other down versus creating a ladder to build each other up, which they can do. You know what I'm saying? So that's essentially what Dame Dash went through is essentially a lot of the reason why the black community struggles with this crabs in a bucket mentality. Because you turn your back on people. And exactly. You kinda, instead of lifting each other, like, let's win together, it's more of a, bitch, I got this. Ooh, right. You, you left behind. Right. And it's, excuse me, it's not a good thing. I know. And I just, I feel like it's it's unfortunate. But overall, you know, um, Lee went on and he said exactly what we said, that, that these other media groups weren't going to pay him the money that Dame gave him. And he said that he was really gracious for it. But you're gracious for it after you got put on blast. Like, All your right. apologies don't mean shit now. You, you're just saying that because now you look like an asshole. So, Lee, I don't really appreciate any of that. I'm just saying, just from me in general, I don't know if you feel the same way. I probably will still watch your stuff, but I'll watch it with a distaste in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Look, honestly, it ain't happening to me. I don't even care. But the fact that he went out after, but then also Dame Dash went and, and replied also to to his interview and was like, yo, mm-hmm. we on good terms. Let's meet up. Let's talk. We'll we'll get it together. Right. And we can keep it moving. So Dame Dash still kept a G. He still was classy about it and was like, yo, I'm just trying to catch get your attention. And if I have to do this this way to get my money, then this is what I'm going to do. Right. And he that's what he sought out to do when he got his money. He's going to get his money. So, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And you got to call people out and and have their truth out. All right, so sis, I have somebody who owes me money. We're about to do the same thing. All right, we could do it. All right, so we're going to do this, and I'm going to put it on my stamp story. All right. All right. So that's what's going to happen. Y'all about to see this, because somebody does owe me money, and we're about to get this done. All right. Yay. I mean, I got your back 100%, just like this. The charge on my laptop is on 100%. Mine's on 35. um, So moving forward. Boom. So there's a new Scorpion in the building. Uh, yes. Uh, Drake came out with his album on the 29th. Boop. That's also Charlemagne's birthday. Side note. Shout out to Charlemagne. Charlemagne the God. He's 40 already or whatever. And he looks great. Yeah. He's 40, looking good. 40's a new 28. Ow. Ow. Um, so I like the album. I love it. Yeah. It's a really good album. And, and in comparison to all the albums that have come out lately... I like his. I think that this is definitely a response to Pusher T mm-hmm. because there was some shade, especially in Mob Ties. Yeah. There was a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, words there. But I really do like the, the, the features, old and new. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love Mariah Carey. He had um, Michael Jackson. He had Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Yeah. But they so- are having issues with this whole Michael Jackson one. Apparently the family didn't approve of him sampling mm. that music so we're gonna see what happens with that or whatever but well, I, um well it's obviously just uh michael jackson's mom 
or is it? Te- or no, the- it was like a cousin or some shit. It wasn't even like Girl, the direct bye. brothers and mom and stuff. Also, he has he did confirm he has a son or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Yeah, I mean, everybody's just posting this famous line from there. Mm-hmm. I think I posted it, too, on my story. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, look at the way we live. I wasn't hiding my kid from the world. I was hiding the world from my kid, from empty souls who just wake up to de- and look to debate until you uh, staring at your seed. You can never relate. I put strain. Nope. That's why I was Maybe messing up. Maybe it changed. Until you staring at your seed, you can never relate. And I'm going to just tell you. That's facts. I can't say I have a dog. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, he, I think that he was hiding his son just because he was hiding his son. I, so do I. I don't think that he was, I think that because he got outed, he's put this line in there. Personally, me, that's how I feel. Whatever. But the lyrics are true, you know, so. Well, I mean, I understand. I mean, but isn't he like 30-something? You can have a kid. This is my thing. And I was talking my to my kid. little brother about all this. Just kids, Drake. This is my Aubrey. thing. You are internationally known rapper, really famous, but you go on and choose to be irresponsible with a porn star. Aye. It's not even like some girl next door or whatever. You done had a baby with a porn star. Like, for me... If I was like well known like this, I was a Chris Brown or a um, a Drake or whatever. I mean, I would choose my partners wisely. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know if he has like this thing because he always like dates strippers. No offense to these girls. He has so a type. Bad. He definitely does have a type. I, I know, but I'm like a fucking porn star, a woman that's obviously is known for being run ran through. Like, I mean, but that's the thing. Okay, so. That's not a job to me. That's still you still getting penetrated by dicks all the time. But see, that's some not... people, and that's the thing, you know, some people feel as though that, you know, somebody can be sexually open and it's okay because that's her body. You know what I'm saying? So, like, because she chooses to be a porn star and doesn't choose to be a doctor, who is to say that it's wrong? Society does because society deems everything sexual as deviant behavior. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think it's just my opinion. If I were Drake, I would, you know, like I, it would just, it is what it is. Because all the women know. that he can technically choose, he chooses that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I'm not, I'm, you know, whatever it is, what it is, that's your prerogative. It's not, you know. But I'm just saying, I was just Maybe like, Maybe he feels like regular women have basic sex. Maybe he's just like freaky women and he just has a guarantee with a porn star because they're not really scared to do much, you know, like to do True. different things. It could be that. One day I would like to talk to someone who's been a porn star and I just want to ask questions. Or a stripper. Or a stripper. We can find strippers and porn I'm sure. stars. I'm sure. I know a couple. Cam girls. I mean, um, it is what it is. So I want to know. Apparently, that's what happened. Um, telling your child, yeah, mom was a stripper. That's your prerogative, whatever, your porn star. You know, you're going to have to have that conversation or not. It's up to you. Um, just, oh, I, don't I don't know. know. Anyway, that's Anyways. just a lot. You go down the line and think of all the things you have to explain to your kid. That's not my issue. That's yours. So, Drake, congratulations on your son and congratulations on your album. It's actually very, very good. And we give it a four thumbs up. Yay! <laughs> we should have, like, confetti. <laughs> 
Ching, ching, ching. Okay, okay, I'll make sure to add confetti right Boop. there. All right. <laughs> so this one, the next one, I didn't know about this, sis. You oh, told me that. All right, so you know our favorite girl rapper or whatever who's real uh, popular. She's a New York native or whatever from the uh-huh. Bronx. Right. Miss um, Cardi B. So last year, you, I know everybody saw that she got engaged at one of those concerts that they we had didn't the see ring. she got engaged we saw that ring sis okay so she got engaged or whatever basically that same night they ended up getting married in their bedroom oh, they didn't wow. even give a fuck they just were like you know what we're gonna do it our way and honestly i they had but you know what? I'm here for it. Yeah, you know it. why? Because weddings are fucking expensive. And I, and I <laughs> preach to the world. And I work weddings all the time. Kudos to the people that want to spend right. 20, 30, 40,000, almost 100,000 on your wedding. That's cute. Right. Erica Cabrera will not. No, thank you. I just want to have a big, like, party. Me too. I was thinking, like, just I mean, a Yeah, I'm not married to my baby daddy, but it's okay. But I'm still, I almost still want to party. That's fine. Y'all can get married. Y'all can get married. I mean, married. we are. But I'm just saying. Yeah, so... I'm trying to fix my hair. My hair looks like mess, but anyways. No, I love when you have curls. Anyways, so, like I said, they've been married for over a year now. Cute. She's about to pop or whatever. She's so cute. Yeah. Makes you want to have another baby. No, thanks. <laughs> I don't even want one yet. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I, I love that people kind of make their day their day. Yeah. And, you know, for me, marriage is about celebrating your love with someone you know, with your someone. And I feel like some people, you know, weddings are actually like commercialized into having your whole family and cousins of cousins and spending all kinds of money. And I don't really think that many people like me like that. So, but that's the thing. Like if I don't, if you don't know me personally with my mate, yeah. Then why are we even inviting you? Like, well, you that's the thing. Know like, a relationship. I don't need that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like with me, like we invited a lot of people to my baby shower, and like nobody showed up. And that just showcases, like, because I don't communicate with these people on a daily. Like, yeah. so regardless if they're family or not, like for one, they didn't show up because I don't talk to them, and for two, you know, obviously either they've had some. Uh, animosity or they just didn't show up and that's like both sides of family so yeah quite frankly so, why would I throw a party if like nobody is going to come that makes no sense like a big party spending yeah. thousands of th- thousands of dollars going into debt for what yeah so just do I mean for me it's like I want to do like maybe have like an intimate ceremony or something like say we all be like you know what let's all do like this little vacation yeah that would be cool that'd be dope like i want to just have like a ceremony have my close friends obviously my mama and my 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 sweet my sisters Uh and and my brothers or whatever and then boom you know but yeah if we don't if i don't fuck with you if joe don't fuck with you we ain't getting married while y'all watching like no thanks so let us know in the comments if you feel like uh, you're here for Cardi B's wedding ceremony in her hotel room. And let us know what you would do, okay? Right. Leave it in the comments below if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're uh, watching, listening to us on SoundCloud, you know, go to YouTube and leave the comment. Yeah, you can SoundCloud message us. I'm sure we'll get the message anyways. Yeah. But I don't really check it all the time. But make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me at the underscore K-Renee. That's K-A-Y-R-E-N-E-E.
And I'm forever <laughs> underscore Keeks, forever underscore K-E-A-E-K-S. Oh, you're like dancing while she says her name. Okay. All right. So wait, there's one more in entertainment news, my oh, nigga. Oh, por favor. So, so let me tell you, girl. Let me tell you. Apostle, what is happening so over on, in the Calabasas? In Calabasas. <laughs> so I was on Instagram or whatever. Just Calabasas like, how? She a Calabasas hoe. <laughs> She's a whole Calabasas hoe. <laughs> China, the Calabasas hoe. Okay, so Black China apparently, um, she like either snapped it or she put it on her Instagram story, and it said contract over, and she put like now she's single. Oh no, contract over July first, and then she went and like um, commented on some guy, some other new guy. Apparently, she's dating him now too, but. So the Almighty J guy or whatever, he was just like someone who she wanted, like she was contracted to date him so he can get some cl- for clout, basically, like to get him a little more famous, uh-huh. you know, whatever. Um, that's cute. I think that maybe her relationship with Rob Kardashian could have been the same way. It was uh-huh. like apparently stars do this. Look it up on your Instagram. I, I send it to you. Um, you, you think he dated Rob? She dated Rob for for that? I don't think so. I mean, the Kardashian name is big, and now she's has a baby with him. Well, so she now, dated it for her game. Right. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, and, well, yeah, know, like, of course. It's a reversal contract, but um, I was like, okay, that's real cute or whatever. Um, I don't know if this is something real, because, like, I've seen it, like, on shows where people are like, okay, you're starring in a new movie, you have to pretend like you, uh, you and the lead are dating or whatever. Hmm. So now they're saying that this new guy, he's a, I think on the shade room or something, they posted it too, but this new guy's a, a boxer. Oh, jeez, Louise. I'm like, okay, but it's like, for me, it's like she's one of those regular people that you see on Facebook and they're always dating someone new. Yeah. It's like one week they have a boyfriend and you're like, okay, that's cute. Like, then the next week she's broken up, she's having drama. Then the next week, boom, a new guy. Well, that's what she reminds me of in the in the you know like in the Hollywood world. So you can clearly see um, if you scroll through his IG. Um, about a month ago, his likes were only at five thousand, and then you go to current likes, and they're in the hundreds of thousands. So, no, well, no, fifteen of thousands, fifteen thousand. So, but he has one hundred ninety-seven thousand followers. I wish I would have known what they were before. Right. But, yeah, it seems that way, Mr. Devin Haney. I mean, if that's how she wants to make her little coins, go by all means, do your mm. thing, homegirl. I hope one day you find true love and you don't have to do this shit. I um, mean... And you find a real hustle. I mean, I know she has her lashes or whatever, and she has her little lip glosses and her little makeup, but I don't know how many people actually buy it. None of my business. Well, I mean, China... Uh, like you said, you know, I'm I'm one of those people that's an unbiased uh, type of person when it comes to other people's behavior as far as their sexuality and, and business ventures is concerned. Uh, so I guess whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I guess what it is. I mean, so. that's fine, girl. Get your coins. Be with your fake boyfriends. All I care about is you taking care of your child. Honestly, that's Her all two I care children. about. Oh yeah, that's all yeah. I care about. Personally, you know, the kids are more important. So. Yeah, so that's how she's getting her money for her groceries or whatever. Yeah, eat the booty like groceries. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she eating the booty. 
All right. So the next one, this is news. This is something that happened in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Uh-huh. Um, I saw this. This is very, very sad. On Wednesday. So on Wednesday, there was this little girl. She was uh, riding her little scooter with her mom. They were passing through a parking lot, a laundromat parking lot in Brooklyn. And um, the little girl loses her shoe. Her shoe falls off. And so the mom stops. This is what I heard, but in the video, it looks like the mom... Well, I guess the mom was, like, probably putting the shoe on her daughter. Uh-huh. Okay, so, because the mom's on the ground, like, with her knees, you know, like, on her knees or whatever. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, imagine the mom's on the ground fixing the little girl's shoe. Then somebody, an SUV, starts backing up. <coughs> excuse me. She starts backing up, and she runs over the little girl. Yeah. Mind you, okay, even if you run over one of those parking medians, bitch, you know that you can feel that. So apparently, they run over the little girl. The mom's like, what the fuck? You know, she grabs right. her daughter. Basically, the, the car crushes the little girl's skull. And then the driver keeps going. But mind you, this bitch didn't drive off quickly. She drove off, like, real, like, mad slow. Like, it wasn't even, like, 10 miles an hour. She was going, and I'm like, bitch, you knew, and you were freaking the fuck out. So later on, the car, the person in the car driving was stopped, and they questioned her, and she's like, I didn't know that even happened. Apparently, though, the driver's brother is a detective with the NYPD, and apparently they went to the mom. Her name is Reina Cabrera, and the mo- so she was threatened by them and said that if she... Um, told them what or like even uh, tried to files, press charges yes to press charges that they were going to call ice on her oh wow so they scared her but now people are doing marches out in new york and they're uh to get justice for the four-year-old little girl her name was luz gonzalez um it's just sad man like come on you can feel when you like run over a bottle or a coke can yeah so if you can feel that, you can feel a fucking four-year-old little girl. You could see the car bouncing when she ran over the kid. Yeah. You're not going to tell me you don't feel that. Right. And so she, you're not going to, like, you didn't know, bitch. You knew. But she just was trying to protect her ass. She probably called her, what, his brother-in-law, you said? Her or brother. Her brother, mm-hmm. and that's probably what her brother told her to say. To not get charged it for that. It is so crazy how the jurisdiction in New York is mad crooked. Like, you see it on TV, and you think mm-hmm. it's not real. This shit is fucking real. But it's sad because it's also, you know, it's biased for people that are minorities. Like, how are you going to come to this lady and tell her you're going to call ICE on her? Fuck you, call ICE on me, but you're still going to have to be charged. Right. Like, I'm still going to hire a lawyer. Right. And that lawyer is still going to pursue the case, whether I'm in Mexico or Guatemala or wherever she's from. Right. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, that's the thing. Like, it... You know, Maxine Waters, she said it best. Ain't nothing more scarier than a wounded animal. So you better watch it because you just told it, stole this lady's uh, daughter. Yeah, and this is just a week after the uh, Lissandro, I forgot his last name, um, the the boy that got killed in the Bronx. And um, they have... Julius. Oh, his name is Junior. Jun- oh, yeah, Junior, sorry. Lissandro something. Anyways, um... So they have six people that are going on trial for him. Where is this? I found it on here. Lissandro, it is Lissandro Guzman Feliz. 
I mm. did say his name right. So apparent. So you know, it's just it's crazy. Like New York people need to 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 stand together and try to get you know justice for these people. Right. And I'm glad that there was a lot of people that um, that stood up and tried to get that bodega closed for Lisandro. Right. Um, because that clearly the bodega owner like dragged his ass out, and that's when they started stabbing him. Mm. So, anyways, so rest in peace to Miss Luz Gonzalez. You know, she didn't deserve to get ran over. And um, hopefully she gets justice for that. And then to Lisandro, his family, um, may he rest in peace. I mean, it sucks because he, yeah. was, he was doing good. And this the girl that he, from his uh, NYPD Explorer program, mm-hmm. she set him up. She, he was set up. Oh, my god! Apparently, gosh. the girl... This is what happened. So, there was a... The girl's brother was in a gang, right? But the girl was caught on a tape having sex with someone. And it was a guy she was talking to. But the girl was like... Um, told her brother that the guy was gonna... The guy that was in the video was gonna come give her money. And she asked Lissandro if she could borrow $5. So, Lissandro goes to her house... And then she tells her brothers that that's him. So she set him up. And then they're chasing after this boy, and this boy is not the right person. Oh, my God. So they're thinking that the boy that's in the video is the one that's delivering the money to her, like the $5, so she could take the train to wherever. Oh, because she wanted to be a hoe. Yeah. So, I mean, it's fucked up. It's so fucked up. And um, it was a case of misidentity, obviously, and this little, like... I saw a part of the video where they're dragging him. Mm-mm. One of the guys has a machete. I had to shut that. I had and to shut it off. And you can see him, like, with the fear in his eyes. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, people are so reckless. Like, and now these kids, because they're kids that are going to prison over this, are so remorseful. Like, it's setting in the shit that they did. Like, my nigga. Like, you have, like, it just doesn't make sense. But I don't, but see, that's the thing. You can't, for me, I believe in second chances. I really do. But, I, I mean, I'm, I believe that, okay, there's nothing that you can do to take somebody's life. I just, I feel that way. Unless it's like a, a fight for your life. Right. Like, y'all literally ganged up on this boy, like, five to one. Like, y'all knew that y'all were going to kill him. Y'all knew that. That's premeditation. So don't tell me you're remorseful because you're not. You thought about killing this kid. So you're not fucking remorseful. You're not. You're a fucking animal. Regardless of if you're 17, 16, or 15, you deserve what's coming for you. I'm sorry. They're actually all over the age of 18, 18 and up. But um, that says Justice for Junior six to be extradited from New Jersey and teens murder eight the rest in the Bronx. There was a lot of them. It's fucking crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, I I mean the mom. I'm not sure. Like, I, there's no words that I have. Like, you can't even say sorry to her. You can't even, you know, she lost her her an extension of herself you know and the siblings too like it's just upsetting you know but like these young kids this goes back to xxx you know like you guys have to understand that life is way too precious to be doing stuff like this life is way too precious for you know to be a part of gang affiliations that are wanting you to kill people like or or do stuff because the life that you hold so 
so valuable is yeah. like it's gonna it can go away in an instant yeah. and then you see like you see what's going on in society right now you see the separation of of um races and how immigration is such a big thing right now it's like the last thing you need to do is be killing each other right and and all of these kids were hispanic okay so and most of them were dominican i think some were puerto rican like it's just like we need to unite as people especially right now with what's going on it's you know it's it's um it's sad it's really sad the mom is actually just seeking justice now she doesn't want this to happen to any anybody else's child she <clears> wants <throat> them to pass that um that law that that in the in the city if someone's seeking asylum like in you know while they're running or somebody's trying to do something to them in the inter um um a bodega or something some kind of business that they're gonna be there to help them call the police nobody called the police yeah they are running after this kid. This kid's trying to climb over the the bodega uh, counter, and you can clearly see the the owner of the bodega pushing him out from behind the counter, and then they drag him out of the store. The the guy from the bodega, and even the people that were in the bodega, nobody called the police. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's like a it's just a culture issue. Like you know, I I kind of it's hard for me to to justify that because it's not justifiable but because the police system has been so corrupt in low-income neighborhoods that you know people aren't readily you know they don't trusting trust the yeah. yeah they're not readily to trust the police but in certain instances like that you know like you have to do something like yeah. you, that's not acceptable yeah. like okay i understand i i don't understand it at all Oh, Alexandra Osario. Yeah, there she is. Um, Alexandra Osario Cortez. And she's from the Bronx. She's uh, Puerto Rican. And um, this is going to actually lead into what we were talking about earlier. I mean, mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about next. Um, she believes that there needs to be more representation uh, from people that actually live in the community. Apparently, the person that was represent- uh, re- representing the 14th District in the Bronx was someone who lived in Virginia. So it's like you can't tackle things that are happening in your borough and I stuff she like had that. To... I don't know how it is for the Congress. And he could have been living there. I think you have to have a residence, but I'm pretty sure he probably has another house. So, because um, I saw, I actually saw a um, what's a video about her on probably Instagram or something. Because you know how they have all those little small videos. So I watched it about her, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. And she ended up winning, which is really awesome, because now she's being recognized in a lot of places, and I've seen her a lot lately on on Facebook and stuff. So uh, kudos to her. So Alexandra Osario Ocasio, I'm sorry, Alexand- Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a Democratic socialist who defeated the 10-term incumbent, Crowley, favored by many to replace House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi. So that's really dope um, because now she has she can represent her borough. You know, she's uh, she's going to do big things. She wants to be a part of abolishing what we're going to talk about now, abolishing ice. Right. Um, That's a big thing that's happening. And a lot of uh, in a lot of cities this weekend, they were um, they were actually doing all these marches. And um, you know what? From these marches. And all this stuff. And we talked about um, 
that other Cynthia, something that I, we talked about last time, last mm-hmm. episode. Um, she also wants to um, abolish ICE. And because of this, in a Catholic church, I think in the Valley, mm-hmm. they took in a whole bunch of women. Oh, wow. So they're now not in those camps and they're going to be sent back home with their children. Good. Which is really dope. So things are happening slowly, but they are happening. And I'm glad that people are staying together. And I was telling my mom this morning, I was like, I, I wish I could do more. I wish I could, you know, go and do something. But the valley's really far from us. <laughs> it's Ten not hours. like I can just leave. Yeah, um, yeah, take a couple of days off of work. Yeah, and uh-huh. apparently at these camps, there's there's very high security. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen people posting and stuff, but a lot of celebrities and a lot of people are trying to get kids to their parents uh shout out to john legend and chrissy Teigen for being there because they're very concerned about this and it's something that a lot of people are concerned about so i'm glad that people are trying to stick together because immigration is a big thing and unless it's happened to you you don't really uh, get it but now that people are seeing that kids are being you know removed from their parents they're trying now they're kind of seeing the shit that's going on with the candidate that they voted for yeah, so it says New York's uh, candidate, um, Kristen Gilbrand, Gillibrand, I'm not sure how to say her last name, but she basically said, I don't think the ICE today is working as it's intended to. She said on Kumono's, Kumo's prime time, she said that I believe that it has become a deportation force, and I think that you should separate the criminal justice from the immigration issues. And so this is something that is being constantly debated in between every single social media post, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, is in the comments you have right-wing individuals constantly saying, well, if I came to America illegally, then, you know, you better, uh, it's, it's against the law, you know, like, why sh- is it going to be a country accent though? Well, come on. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> oh, that was funny, but it's, it's against the law. Oh, you know, yeah. like, I mean, it's just, it's so frustrating to me because like I was arguing in a post, um, debating like Drake said, um, <laughs> because I just felt Like, I don't give that shit much time because oftentimes people don't really get the full information and they get their sources from one bias source. So, you know, I listen to Fox News and CNN and um, Impartial. I mean, unbiased news, you know, bipartisan news, MSNBC, like all these various places. So I can kind of see that both, both, you know, sides. So I'm probably one of the most bipartisan individuals in the world. Right. But Mm -hmm. however, I told this guy, I was like, you're a sociopath. Like if you genuinely, like if you genuinely feel that separating six month to two year old to however old children from their mother is okay because they're breaking the law, you're a sociopath. Yeah. Like a six month old. Like, so what if this mom was breastfeeding? So now what are you going to do? Wait, apparently they are trying to have court dates for for these kids. So, you know, like to me, I I just feel as though there's a lot of other things that we should be spending our dollars on and not separating families. Um, Sorry if you don't fucking see that um, because I feel like, you know, to power these tender age camps and to power these camps I'm pretty sure is a lot it's coming out of our tax dollars and I feel as though it's stupid to spend money to separate children I do apologize because it's breaking the fucking law but it's dumb 
Like, and so I'm arguing in these comments and it's just like, that's the only thing that they can say. But your president's grabbing women's pussies, but that's not against the law, right? Yeah, and he's trying to Shut enforce the fuck up. a space force. But let me tell you, this little, <laughs> let's side note this. This space force thing, his followers don't even know what the fuck it is, but they think it's cool, so they're going to... They're going to support it. Look, so, people just support Trump just because they don't, they they just want to, one, either they believe in his racism or two, they just want to side with white people. Like, you know, a person that we went to school with is Mexican and he's constantly on Facebook talking stuff about make America great again. So much to the point where this individual has a hat and it posts on his Facebook. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yep. I am following his ass because I was like, I'm not going to sit here and argue with someone. And isn't his, just, I mean, I don't even know. I'm going to not. His whole family is a Mexican. I mean, okay. <laughs> and I think they are, they were at one point illegal. I'm not even fucking kidding. His mom didn't I'm going to cut this out, but because I, I don't want to even say his personal name on I don't on think here. he watches us, and if he does, fuck you. <laughs> That's what I I mean, I say. wasn't going to say fuck him. I was just going to say... I am. <laughs> it was so annoying to see his post okay, let's, every let's, time. Let's, uh, okay, let's retract that, and then let's talk about... <laughs> So there's this person that's our friend on Facebook and mine. well mine. <laughs> and you know the individual is a Latino and his entire family is a Latino and they believe in that. But you know I have individuals in my family that also believe in the Republican way, which is perfectly fine. I feel like that sometimes some uh you know Republican what? views do help people who have small businesses. I believe in the right to bear arms. I do but, believe in taxes. But pero, pero let me say something. Okay, go ahead. It's one thing to be Republican, but it's the one thing to be a, a racist. Bro. To be a bigot, like it's it's a different thing. Like we're trying to say that because you're Republican, you have to be racist, and that's what people are thinking, and that's not what it is. Like, well, but that's, you can support. You can support a candidate, but up to what point are you going to think about your own morals and values that you have followed your whole life and not? And then when this comes up, you're going to support it regardless because he's the Republican candidate. And at one point he was a Democrat. Right. So what how is that reputable? How is that something that you should even follow? Like, I would be like, okay, I'm a Republican, but this time, you know what? I'm not even going, you know, like these are things I don't like agree with like i mean you can have different ideals and i think sometimes mm -hmm. there are good things like you're saying like taxes and stuff like that they're just to a certain extent like you have to stop and really re think about the effects of the things that this man is saying yeah it's not it's not even about right wing left wing whatever the fuck no it's it's more about you know, like, what is really going on? Like, what is he actually doing? What is our world coming to? Have you seen? Okay, so the the camps that are, are here, like, you know, the, it's basically like Auschwitz. It's basically yeah. like when Hitler was here and people are following this. And this is not something that you want to follow because eventually if you're Hispanic and there's something that happens where obviously they are separating Hispanics and we end up in those camps, you— my friend who is on Facebook with that Make American Great Again hat will still be a Hispanic. Will yeah, still let be me just tell you. Gonna be taken. Uh, Hispanics are two steps away from being the new nigga, okay? So you better just chill.
it's all right. Like to me, it's not. I'm serious. It is, but it's like you're supporting someone who's who's saying so many bad things about people and like. I understand if you grew up in, like, rural Arkansas or something and you don't know any better than what you do. And that doesn't justify your actions. Right. But if you keep getting told that you're supposed to not like this and you're not supposed to like that, then you're eventually not going to like it. Right. Unless you move away from those ideals and, and go socialization. somewhere else. And being cultural, like, cultured with other things, you're never going to really know. Mm-hmm. Right? I agree. So that's my thing is, like, you can support somebody— or support a certain party, but let's go to a certain extent. Like, all right, he's down past what a Republican actually represents. Yeah, and I've had actually some people who are, are you know, side with the Republican views just as a collective, you know, have said that he is really tainting the, the you know, the Republican, yeah, yeah the, rep- blah, 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 the, <laughs> the Republican reputation. That was, you know, just so negatively. But I just feel, you know, people are going to do whatever they want to do until a tragedy hits. And then, like, Harvey, we were all, you know, one in one. one. I didn't ask you if you're a Republican or a Democrat when I asked you if I could have a case of water. Right. But a year later, we're already cutting people off in traffic and shit. So that only happens for a few months. Or we're already deporting people. Like, just a year ago, we were friends. What happened? Right. You know, we were all at the uh, high school reunion and shit, kicking, which I didn't go to, but I'm sure they were. It was all good about a year ago. <laughs> Anyways, so for those Mexican and black people that do side with uh, Donald Trump, make America great again. Personally, I just feel that you are mentally enslaved. So good luck. Um, yeah, yeah, I need to snap a camera in your face because obviously you've been Jordan peeled. Get out. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and talk about this relationship topic because we got a little bit of time. We got about 15 minutes left in the podcast. Be sure to listen to us on SoundCloud or iTunes. For, or, for, for sure. Sorry. Someone's sending me some bullshit. Or YouTube. You know, oh, we're on YouTube. The- Be sure to subscribe. The button's down here somewhere. Subscribe, My IG like, is right comment, here. Hate, love, whatever you want to do. We we'll accept it. We appreciate all types of acknowledgement. Uh, yes, we do. All, all right, right. So you you decided to do this. So so what's the deal? All right. Um. Well, you know, what I was thinking. What was you thinking? So I feel like you know how we always say that we'll never understand somebody else's love. Right. And some people end up with people that they're their own age. Sometimes um, maybe a guy will end up dating a person and they're younger than them or, you know, just a few years or whatever. So in our generation, I guess they call us millennials. Right. um, It's a different way. Like relationships are very different. The dynamic of being in a relationship, um, what people are looking for in relationships you are dating someone who's in a different generation, in a sense. Very much so. So he has different values and views. Extremely. And now I'm dating someone, or, you know, who is a millennial like me. And there's, <laughs> you know, there's issues that we have and are, you know, like fixing and whatever. And I was like, you know, there has to be a difference. Like, there's difference. And, and it's just like a lot of people always tell me, like, I'm one of the last ones who doesn't have a baby in my family. Um... And that's just something I don't want to do until I'm married. And I've mm-hmm. always told somebody that, you know, people that, and it stays the same. Like, I'm still going to take care of myself. And unless I have an oopsie one day and for some reason somehow it happens. Bloop. 
And if that's what <laughs> this, if that's God's plan, then that's God's plan. But God's plan. <laughs> God's plan. Start seeing that. So I just wanted to kind of look it up. I was like, we're running out of relationship topics, which y'all need to help me with. Um, and I kind of just Googled it. And I was like, let me, I was like, millennial relationships. And boom, this came up. So this is an article that is um, the six relationship problems millennials bring up in mo the most in therapy. So a lot of people are going to therapy these days. I think that's great. Mental health is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm here to, for it. I want to go to therapy. Anyways. Your insurance covers it. I if know. you have I know. So like, yes, insurance covers if you got insurance. Okay, I go. know. So uh, <laughs> and I got FSA cards so that I could just swipe it and swipe. Oh, sis. That's <laughs> swipe, great. Swipe. 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 <laughs> swipe or no swipe. Okay. So number one, it says there is someone better out there for me. Is there somebody? It's a question. Oh, is. I'm sorry. My bad. I read it wrong. And let me tell you, when I was single, it would take me a long time to commit to someone because I always had that same Girl. thought. And I've had it when I've had problems. I'll be like, you know what? Maybe I'll just end up with somebody else, you know, like Look. whatever. So that is something that has come up. So before you met mm -hmm. your man. Yeah, I left them. You... I left them all. So I said, oh, I can't deal with you. Somebody else is out there for me. This, this, Jesus, this is this not for me, Jesus. <laughs> I know you got somebody else. Remove Jesus. everything that you don't want for me in my life. <laughs> <laughs> All the tons and shit. All that. So, Remove it. So that's that was one. And I was like, yo, this is for real. This is real life. Like, why the fuck are no. we thinking this? And I'm sure, like... I, we I all know, think we, that. That's why we're in a generation that, like, doesn't commit. It's so Because sad. it's like, we're always... Like, we... Okay. We're supposed to be the finishers of society, right? So... Everything has been put on us, and we're supposed to have a fucking plan. Like, they tell you in first grade, what are you going to be when you grow up? Like, what the fuck? Nobody knows. I don't even know if I'm going to be alive. I don't know. I might be a crackhead or something. I don't know. <laughs> but so we always, we mentally have this plan to start and stop. Like, something's supposed to be start, and like, it's supposed to be finished. Right. Well, relationships are never finished. Yeah. So we going. go into a relationship, and I feel like we, we, we try to subliminally set an end date. You know, like this is not gonna last. How long is this gonna last? I mean, you, I don't know, you're right? Because sometimes you're like, oh. and then this is funny. Like when, I, and I've done this before in my old relationships where I was like, well, if we're still dating, that comment would come up. You already said an end date. If you're like, well, if we're together by then, <gasps> yeah. You know, like I did that and I ended up not with that person, and I've yeah. never said it in this relationship, and I've gone through some shit. But like, you know, like you. I think now, because I'm like, okay, girl, you 29. I mean, you could start over, bitch, but is it worth it? <laughs> I mean, it may. It depends on your yeah. relationship. Yeah. So, number two, what's the point of getting married? Mm, I've heard uh, this multiple times. I mean, That's, you know, marriage is just a document. It is, but it's like, if you really love someone and you can't, like, now I'm, like, now that I'm separate, living separate, uh -huh. not to go into my relationship too much, but, like, now that we live separately, uh -huh. it's like, I miss you so much. Like. That's good. Which is good, like, you know, but now it's like, because we were together and may, we may have moved in too early, we were like, we're already living, like, we're married, but we didn't even date that much right so that's why we had to back up and a lot of people don't understand that and and at at a point we're like well what's the point of your marriage we already live together and some people say that mm -hmm. and it's like it is a legal b binding document it's not something that i'm just gonna be like well whatever um 
some people really value marriage like uh, some yeah. do and some not we can't say that every millennial is like this because my brother's married my older brother's married and he's only like two years older than me so mm-hmm. um but there you know like you have to you have to find that point in your life where like if you meet that person you're like i just really couldn't see my life without you yeah and and right now it's like that's where you're that's where we're at like you know you got to try to figure that out and some people don't see that and i think that goes back to um a lot of people not wanting to commit right and setting them, themselves up for that oh well i don't even know if i'm gonna be with you next year much mm-hmm. less get married so some people might not be in that um that um time in their life that chapter they want they want to, you know, in your 20s, a lot of people are known to struggle and to try to find themselves and to try new things and knowing that they're married and they can't explore, you know, or have fun and feel guilt because they cheated in their marriage or, you know, they may value those vows that they take. Like, I mean, but know? that's the thing. Like, if you're married, you're supposed to still have that person that still is going to let you not explore, like, have sex with other women. I'm talking about, like, you. nothing should change. Like, if you wanted to go on trips, like, you're supposed to take your partner with you. Yeah. Like, you, it's supposed to be an extension of yourself. So, like, I feel like if you're ready for that, then I think that yeah, you should say- do it. But the construct, the construct of marriage just essentially was brought about just because of property value in America. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. We're not going to get into the history of that. But <laughs> fuck it. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. Yeah. It's on something explained or something. All right, so number three. We only have like freaking five more minutes, so we need to run. We're going to go really slow. I mean, really fast. So what does <sighs> this, this text make sense. from my crush or significant other mean? Yes, it does make sense. What the does this? What the does? Oh, <laughs> I didn't even see the does. I said, what does this text from my... So, you know, I think we overanalyze shit. Mm-hmm. Instead of thinking this is a text, it's just a text. Mm-hmm. It has no mixed emo. It has no tone. It has no emotions. I think a lot of people in their early twenties have gone through this because we all did. I know I did. Now mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. And my uh, boyfriend now gets mad at me because he's like, "You don't care." I'm like, "Because you just playing games. I don't have time for that shit." Anyway, so we don't. So I don't. I don't really don't look into shit like that. You say what you say, and I'm gonna call you if you ha- if I if I misconstrue something or think it's something else. Hello. So moving on. Boop. Why am I not dating anyone? Um, you want to talk about this first, real quick? Uh, I mean, it's pretty basic because maybe you're not open. Like yeah. I think oftentimes we shut off somebody, we shut off the connection because we're we want a lot of connections. Or you just, you have that wall and like you can be Mm -hmm. out and you can be social, but you're not approachable. And so there could be just different things. You may not, like, you give out that energy and people won't, people will feel that energy and you won't think that, but you you know, like people don't approach me. You know why? Because I still got somebody, you know, like Mm -hmm. I know and they know that because I'm like, no, thanks. I won't even pay you no mind. Right. You know, it's just. The way that you carry yourself, how open you are, if you're ready for that, or if you're just trying to chill with your girls and be single, I mean, that's cute. Right. Whatever. Boom. I don't want to be financially tied to my partners, number five. Well, I think this one is because um, oftentimes people don't really want to talk about finances um, because then there's, like it says in here, that there is a power imbalance that that money brings about. So it's like um, you have this the system set up where you have different type of roles and relationships. You know what I'm saying? And oftentimes most of us fall into the 
more normal role where the man is the head of the household, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and that money is the reasoning why. So if the man makes more money, he makes a lot of the decisions and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I think I that, that I mean, there should be social constructs of um, if you're going to be together and you're going to live together or something, it's going to be egalitarian. Each other, whoever makes the most money, or if y'all want to split your bills, have you have that's upon you guys. It just depends on how much money you make. But also, to me, if you know somebody's gonna have a glow up, they're trying, they're, they have aspirations and they're building, then you can't judge them from the day that you met them from two years, three years, five years from now, because they may end up surpassing what you're making, right? Or they may so have the a. You know, reverse. I'm not saying go date a bum and let him sleep on your couch or whatever. But what I'm saying is, if they have a job and they're helping out, and you keep encouraging them to do more things, and y'all are good together, and y'all love each other and stuff, y'all keep building because you're gonna right. keep building, and and those things are gonna happen where you may end up losing your job one day. I mean, and I think that that's what comes with a good relationship is that great partners together, they push each other. They push each other to want more, to do more. And it doesn't necessarily mean um, monetary-wise. It probably means, like, fulfilling your passion in life. Like, I want you to be happy for what you're doing. And I will do anything that we got to do to make sure that you are fulfilling your passion and your purpose. And oftentimes that may mean, hey, he has to take a step back from this position because this job requires a training and then that training is the same time as his work so he got to do this and then and then you know you lose money but then you just you know you got to make it work and so that's just to me like if you love somebody why you're gonna you're gonna sacrifice those things and you're gonna compromise and a lot of um you know millennials we don't really know how to compromise it's hard it's very hard everybody's very prideful yeah okay so the very last one i'm ready for the next stage in life my partner needs to grow up um there's one thing is that everybody starts somewhere and everybody ends in a different place let's Mm -hmm. just say that um for me i've been very independent i've worked a lot in other words my partner started out seldomly and is growing right but you can't say that they're not gonna they're gonna be the same person now let me let me not say this for every man or every woman is mm-hmm. that they're gonna start out a, a certain way and end up the same in 80 30 40 years it could be that they do grow and they become you know this awesome person because we evolve every day every year you're a different person the person that i was when i met my boyfriend wasn't isn't the same person right and i told him the other day i said you fall in love with me at my at the moment that you fell in love with me, but every year I'm going to be a different person, and I hope that you fall in love with every version uh-huh. of the person that I am. And may, we may have had our issues in the past was because of the fact that I was changing, but the change wasn't accepted right. by the other person. And you can you can have those issues because you have to realize that your, your person's never going to be the same person. They may still have the same core values. They may still... Be that person that you love to hang out with and stuff, but their version, like one, maybe one year they're going to be interested in fishing. One year they're going to be interested in sewing, like something, you know, like you got to be supportive of them every time, you know, and just make sure that those are realistic goals and stuff. And just keep loving every version of that person, because if you don't learn to do that, then it's not going to, you know, be together. So with that being said... Love your person and be being in love is great. Yes. Be in love, you deserve it. So 
Thank you for listening to the Mixed in Mexican podcast conversations with Kay. And I'm Kay. Peace out, y'all. Y'all have a great week. Peace. We love y'all. Bye.